Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where... I am completely addicted to giving you the tools that you need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author, OG influencer, and DJ, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to please be sure to rate, review, and follow us. If you've enjoyed the podcast so far, consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts to unlock our bestie subscriber-only audio experience. You'll get exclusive audio, interviews, ad-free episodes, and monthly guided meditations. So let's get right into today's episode, shall we? So today I want to talk about um, one of the most powerful tools that you can have in your self-care toolkit. And it is the power of saying no. (laughs) Many of us struggle with saying no, whether it's because we're afraid of hurting someone's feelings or because we feel like we have to say yes to everything. And as someone who used to be a chronic people pleaser, I know firsthand how difficult it can be to set boundaries and say no when you're so used to saying yes, like all the time. But the truth is saying no is an essential part of your self-care. And it's something that we're all going to need to learn how to do. It's one of the most important things that you can do to not only protect your time and your energy, but your emotional well-being. When we think about how people are super emotionally intelligent, right? Those are the people who know how to say no. So let's explore, let's say, let's do 10 ways that we can say no politely and respectfully, but with a focus on mindfulness, optimism, and your personal growth. Number one, just be honest, but remember to be gentle. Honesty is always going to be your best policy in any situation. It is so important to be truthful when you're saying no. You don't want to get caught up, you know, just telling these little petty lies to the people that you love. But telling the truth also doesn't mean that you have to be harsh or you have to be mean about it. You can explain your reasonings for saying no in a gentle and kind way. This this can help the other person understand where you're coming from and it's going to almost always avoid hurting anyone's feelings. You want to be considerate of everyone's feelings. I know it's a large task, but if you want people to be considerate of your feelings, you have to then be considerate of theirs. So for example, you could say something like, thank you so much for inviting me to your party, but I'm not going to be able to make it. I have some other commitments that day, but I really appreciate the invitation. Remember to be clear and direct, but also be empathetic and compassionate. 
Number two, try offering an alternative. If you can't say yes to something and you're really struggling to say no, try suggesting an alternative that you're comfortable with. This is going to show the other person that you're still interested in spending time with them, but just not in the way that they've suggested. This really works in marriages, trust me. Try to be specific about the alternative you're suggesting so that the other person really knows that you're committed. For example, you could say, I can't make dinner tonight, but how about we go grab coffee tomorrow instead? This gives a one up to the person and makes them, you know, makes them feel like they're wanted. You still want to hang out, but you just can't this particular time. Number three, use statements that begin with I. When you're saying no, it's super important to focus on your own feelings and your own needs rather than making it about the other person. So using I statements can help you do just that. This will frame your response in terms of your own feelings, needs, and preferences. This approach can also help you communicate your boundaries without blaming or attacking the other person. It will also help you avoid coming across as defensive or argumentative. So Instead of saying like, you never consider my schedule when you invite me to things, I cannot believe you'd ask me to come to yet another event when you know how busy I am. This is very accusatory and confrontational. Instead of saying that, you could say, you know, I really appreciate the invitation, but I won't be able to make it this time. I have some other commitments that day that I need to attend to. You're still declining the invitation, but you're doing it in a way that focuses on your own needs and your own priorities rather than blaming or attacking the other person, even if they do this often. (laughs) This approach can help you just communicate your boundaries in a way that is respectful and effective while also maintaining your relationships with others. Using I statements can also help you communicate your feelings or your needs in a more clear way, which can lead to just everybody understands everybody. Everybody's being productive in these conversations. And you're taking ownership of your own thoughts and your own feelings. You can create more positive, constructive dialogue that respects both your own boundaries and the other person's perspective. Number four, just get in the habit of saying thank you. I have a gratitude challenge on my website, tyalexander.co. Make sure you go take it. One of the things that I get you to do is to just say thank you more. Even if you have to say no to someone, it's always good to show gratitude for their request or their invitation. This can help the other person feel appreciated and respected, even if you can't say yes. Make sure to express your appreciation sincerely and be be specific about what you're thanking them for. So for example, you could say, you know, thank you so much for thinking of me for this project. I'm flattered, but I'm not able to do it this time. And so you're still saying no, but you're being grateful for them even asking you to participate in something. It's really simple. Just say thank you. Number five is something that I always do, especially when I can't just say no because I'm imperfect like everybody else, but use humor. Adding a touch of humor to your response can just lighten up the mood and make the other person feel less rejected. Humor is a great tool to have in your toolkit to use when you want to diffuse any, you know, potential tension or 
awkwardness that may come up because you have to say no. Just make sure that your humor is appropriate for the situation and that it doesn't come across as being, you know, dismissive or sarcastic, even though I can be sarcastic, but it's not always warranted in every situation. So here's a few examples of using humor when you say no. So say you get an invitation for a party. You could say, um, thanks for inviting me to your party, but I think I'm going to stay home to watch Netflix. I'm more of a pajamas and popcorn kind of person. So uh, let's see another one. Um, let's say you get a request, like someone asks you for a favor. You could say, I'd love to help you move, but my gym membership prevents me from lifting heavy things. It's in the contract. Everyone's going to laugh if you say that one. Um, so say someone wants to meet up for coffee or dinner. Thanks for wanting me to get together, you know, but I got to wash my hair today. And trust me, that's a big job. It's going to take me all night. So using humor in these examples shows that you appreciate the invitation or the request, but you won't be able to accept it. By using humor, you're able to communicate your boundaries in a lighthearted and playful way, which can make the other person, again, feel less rejected and it's more likely going to accept your response. When you're using humor, it is important to make sure that your response is still respectful and considerate. You don't want to give them the impression that you're being uninterested or impolite. Humor should always be used in a way to lighten the mood. Mood. What's a mood? To lighten the mood and create a positive, you know, um, playful atmosphere. Are you needing support in your business, but the idea of finding an employee sounds exhausting? I totally get it. The right candidate is doing everything they can to find you. And if you use Indeed, you can be sure that you're also doing everything you can do to find them. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. You can reclaim your time and find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed's Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. What I love most about Indeed is its Instant Match feature. Candidates that you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search, according to U.S. Indeed data. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you cannot afford to overspend on hiring. Visit Indeed.com slash self-care IRL to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash self-care IRL. Indeed.com slash self-care IRL. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number six, be firm but kind. It is so important to be clear and direct when saying no, but you can still do it in a way that's respectful and empathetic. Make sure that your tone is firm and straightforward and decisive, but it's also understanding. This can help the other person know that you're serious about your decision, but you still care about their feelings. There's a duality to this, you know? For example, you could say, you know, I appreciate the invitation, but I won't make it to the event this weekend. Or um, thanks for the invite, but I won't be able to make it. Um, I appreciate the thought, though. Or I wish I could help you out this time, but I won't be able to do it. I hope you're able to find someone to help you move. Or last one, I'm not able to meet up today, but thanks for thinking about me. Let's schedule something for another time. Number seven, offer explanations if you want to. 
You most certainly ain't got to tell nobody no explanation for nothing, okay? You don't got to explain not a nary a thing on why you're saying no this time, next time, or the other time. Feel free to just say no. In fact, I implore you to practice doing just that. But I know why you're here. You're having trouble saying no. So if you feel comfortable or compelled to share one, it can also help the other person understand exactly where you're coming from. But make sure in your explanation, it's brief. Make sure your explanation is to the point and avoid getting into too much detail. This can help maintain your privacy, keep your boundaries and avoid you oversharing. So for example, you could say something like, I'm not able to commit to that project right now because I have some other priorities that need my attention right now. That's it. Number eight is say no, but without apologizing. It is okay to say no. Actually, I want you to say no without apologizing. When we say no, we often feel so bad and we feel the need to apologize for not being able to say yes. You don't need to feel guilty for setting any boundaries. Remember that saying no is indeed an act of self-care and you never, ever, 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 ever need to apologize for taking care of yourself. Make sure that your tone is confident and assertive, but still, again, respectful and kind. This can help you communicate your decision clearly without coming across as rude or dismissive. For example, thanks for the invitation, but I won't be able to attend. That's it. No, I'm so sorry. I can't make it. Simply thank you for the invitation, but I won't be able to attend. Of course, there may be some times when you have to apologize, right? The apology might be appropriate or even needed. Like if you've made a commitment and need to back out at the last minute. In those cases, it is definitely very, very important to apologize for any inconvenience that you may have caused to the other person. But when you're simply declining an invitation or request, there's no need to apologize for taking care of yourself. Number nine, use the sandwich approach. I do this a lot, a whole lot actually in emails. This just means that you are sandwiching your refusal or your no between two positive statements. So a good statement, a bad statement, the no, and then another good statement. The goal of this approach is to just soften the blow of the rejection and show the other person that you still value them, that you still appreciate them. So for example, you could say, um... I really appreciate you thinking of me for this project. Unfortunately, I won't be able to take it on right now, but I am really excited to see how it turns out. Um, you could also say, uh, let's see, thanks for asking me for my feedback on your presentation. I won't be able to review it right now, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Let's touch base so I can see how it turned out for you. The first statement, it expresses gratitude for the invitation and also shows that you appreciate the person. The second statement obviously declines the invitation. That's your no, but it does it in a way that's respectful and again, empathetic. There's a theme here. You get it. The third statement, again, the follow-up offers a positive no for the future and again, shows that you're still interested in maintaining the relationship. Don't try to sugarcoat the rejection or be insecure in your praise. Instead, focus on finding something really genuine and positive to say about the situation or the other person. And my last gem, number 10, y'all just got to practice saying no, okay? <laughs> like any other skill, 
Saying no is going to take practice to master. The more you practice, the more comfortable you'll get, the more confident you'll be. You'll become a pro at setting boundaries and communicating your needs. Remember, you just got to start small. You can even practice saying no in, you know, like low stake situations like turning down the free samples at the grocery store, right? You see the lady, she's trying to give you a little sample at Sam's. No, that's it. There's a guy outside, he's selling cookies. No, that's it. Just decline an invitation to a social event. No, I'm not coming. This can also help you build your confidence and make it easier to say no in those more important situations. You can even try to role play with a friend. I don't have these conferences, but you might. But practice saying no in like a role playing situation. Have your friend ask you for like a favor or just to invite you to an event and practice declining in a kind, again, kind and respectful is the theme of this. The one thing you really have to do though, above all else, is to visualize success. Before a situation arises where you'll need to say no, just take a few minutes to visualize yourself actually saying no with confidence and with grace. Imagine the other person responding positively and respectfully to your refusal. You know, imagine it going the way you want it to go. And don't forget to reflect on your past successes. Like think about the times that you've been successful at saying no in the past. Like what did you say? How did you say it? How did they feel? How did you feel? Reflecting on past successes can help you build your confidence and make it easier to say no in the future. I understand and I am fully aware how difficult, how hard, how annoying it can be to have to say no, especially to the people that you love, especially to your best friend, your husband, your wife, your spouse, your person. It can be really hard to say no. But I also know how important it is for us, for you, for me to just set those boundaries and stand in those boundaries. I also understand how important it is for us, for you, for me to prioritize our needs. It is important for you to prioritize your needs. And if you use even just a few of these tips to politely say no or decline requests, you can maintain positive relationships and avoid unnecessary stress, um, conflict, tears, heartache, all of the above. Remember to express appreciation You got to be honest and direct always. You can offer alternatives, use humor, but be firm, focus on the positive, make sure you show empathy. It is a annoyance, a pet peeve. What do they call it on TikTok? Oh my God, I can't think of the word. Anyway, show empathy, say no, just say no, firmly say no. You can use the sandwich method and of course, practice saying no, hopefully Some of these gems, if not all of these gems, have given you some inspiration or encouragement to start saying no when you need to, which is a lot more than you probably already are. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for leaning into these really hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are faithfully listening and supporting our podcast each and every week. 
if you have enjoyed and loved this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or just wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts to unlock our bestie subscriber-only audio experience. You'll get exclusive audio, interviews, ad-free episodes, monthly guided meditations, early access, and more. And don't forget to share this episode on social via IG stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your girl a favor and share it so we can keep the conversation going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. And until next time, toodles. Thank you.